0: Solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Welcome
1: to another episode. I'm Molly. I'm Alex. And
0: I'm Colleen.
1: And, and this Mrs.
0: is Potter Watch.
1: Watch. Perfect. It's a special episode, an impromptu special episode. And we have my sister, Colleen, as you heard. Back on the
0: podcast, I was driving home, and I got a text from Molly that says we're recording a special episode impromptu, and I was like, "Oh, how exciting!" Um, you guys want to talk about what what the what spurred on this special episode?
2: Yeah, called. You want to take it away? Well, uh, I was having a conversation with my colleague today that spiraled into Harry Potter, the Harry Potter world, and she told me that her favorite character was uh, Severus Snape, to which I, not because of that, but just because of this Harry Potter conversation, I texted Molly to uh, just kind of gloat, I guess, about this conversation and uh, seek feedback, and... It was going great until Molly uh, thumbs downed the my colleague like Severus Snape text, That's and then said gentle. she sounds your colleague sounds great except for this. So I thought, and then um, I I needed more of an explanation than that. That just did not that was not good enough for me. So I should. I said they were recording tonight, and I was like. I was like, yes, I will interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to discuss this.
1: Uh, Just to provide a little context, I'm not, like, there are different ways that you can say that Snape is your favorite character, I think. But if it's just like, yep, this is the best character in the series, that's really what I'm judging. But it, like, Alex can talk about her journey with, like, Snape. We've already talked about it a little bit on the podcast, but this will just be a whole Snape little mini episode where he said to Colleen, we're doing the Half-Blood Prince anyway, so it's really his book, so it's just kind of perfect.
2: Well, and I just want to add, just so everyone knows, this, the conversation I had with my colleague literally ended at, Snape is my favorite character, I'm a Ravenclaw. Like, that was it. There was no additional context. she did I not feel like elaborate. that's an odd combo just well i thought she was a um a slytherin after she said that and she says well i'm really more of rela- a ravenclaw but i wouldn't be mad about slytherin Fair. so but again i just want it to be clear that this i did not delve into the depths of her soul about these choices well, well did you respond at all yes but we were talking about about three different things
1: including yeah. work by the way um, there was also Princess Diaries references being made, Alex.
2: That's what really, actually, to be honest, that's what's really prompted this whole thing, and that made my day. So she
0: sounds like an incredible person. That's that's, so- that's
2: what Molly said, but thumbs down the Severus Snape thing, and now here we are.
0: So listeners, know Colleen, this might be like new. So I used to say, even like, in, like through my whole. Harry Potter I think career really um but like after book seven so I read book seven and then um the rest of my time like through high school through college whenever seven came out I was like Snape is my favorite character and what I usually meant by that was that I I love the twist I I think it's cool I think Um, it's uh, such fun character building and that he's such a fun character to analyze and to scrutinize over and I had been doing that for years like I had many late night conversations with friends before the seventh book had come out about like oh my god did Snape kill Dumbledore was he still good things like so I he just happened as a character, I found him fascinating and he encompassed a lot of like my Harry Potter journey and my like way to analyze to analyze books and stuff like that. So I was like, Snape is one of my favorite characters. Then I had to reflect because for a lot of the books, Snape is in fact a child abuser. So <laughs> so it's not great when you're talking to people especially people who are like genuine like real Harry Potter fans that are like yeah Snape sucks so you're not allowed to have him as your favorite character and of course when you're like growing up and you're like early 20s or late teens of course when somebody tells you you can't do something or that you're not allowed to do something you like dig your heels in. So the more people told me, you're not allowed to have Snape be your favorite character, the more I dug my heels in and were like, no, he's misunderstood, which is not a belief that I think I really hold. I think I just was like looking for any reason to, to stick to my guns. But on the podcast, as we were rereading, I had a moment of enlightenment and I really did some self-reflection and I came to the realization that I don't. Think Snape is my favorite character. I think I like analyzing Snape, and I think I love Alan Rickman.
1: Yeah, your friend, uh, one of the a friend of the show, um, Annika, came up with a really great saying called the Alan Rickman of it all, and it's so true. It really is true. Like, Alan Rickman's very likable. As and even as Snape. So people like Snape a lot more because Alan Rickman is playing Snape. Um, but I, I kinda wanna back up a little bit and kind of put Colleen on the spot for a second. <laughs> um I just Getting want to take us back, if you will, and if you can kind of outline for us and the listeners like what you remember about like Snape's like kind of character arc. I feel like this is a trap, but okay. <laughs> or like what you remember like as a as a reader but like not an an avid fan because i think that's most people who when we talk about snape it's like people that are like yeah i remember he had like this big thing and then but he was also like mean
2: <laughs> well i here's my thing about here's what i remember about snape is that for the vast majority of the series you are led to believe, obviously, that he is aligned with the e- most evil elements of the Harry Potter world. And he directly lashes out at Harry and others who are not in the Slytherin world. Um, he's mean to them. I don't know. I mean, psychological abuse might be an element. I don't know about child abuse beyond that, but. I'm sure you all could cite some examples better than I could. I think it's... I think it, you're right. It's psychological. It's It's just, like, he should have
0: been fired, you know? Like, he does, like, torture and, like, bully children.
1: Like, verbally.
0: Verbally. Yeah. 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 True. Like, I could cite examples from, like, this chapter that we read for yeah. this recording. He, yeah. he just, like, you know, like, he makes fun of Hermione for her appearance. He, like bullies Neville about not being as good at potions. He outright just is terrible to Harry. Flat out is mean yeah. to
2: Harry, bad to Clearly Harry. Weirdly enough, I had a chemistry teacher who had similar approach, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> Maybe not as bad, but close. Um, so <laughs> that could get me into trouble. Um, <laughs> I don't think they're listening. not there anymore,
1: though. <laughs> no.
2: So... Anyway, again, the the vast majority of the series you're led, he's playing this, there's a facade with Snape who is acting as one person, but in reality as another and is with a different, with the good side, um, fighting the good fight. And in fact, ends up being like a martyr in the whole situation. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, I mean, I can speak personally, like he's not my favorite character. And I think that's in large part because you're inculcated for the most, for most of the series to be like, he's like, not a good guy. He's like playing with the wrong, he's, you know, playing in the wrong side of the sandbox and he's mean and, and like dark. So I'm a Gryffindor. Like, I just can't, I need like happy Labradors. Like that's where I'm, I'm most comfortable. (laughs) Do
1: you remember like the twist at the end and like how, what you thought when you found out that like he was really in love with Lily this whole time and that he really was good. He never wavered on that. Like, what? like that was obviously a big reveal.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I honestly would have wanted to like read more about him and about his past and like where he came from and how he knew Lily and like all, and like what their relationship was really like and like all of that, I would have liked more, but I did kind of have the subliminal feeling that, because, and I think the book touches on this, but maybe not, but I had this feeling that he didn't, he actually didn't like Harry that much because it was not his child. And like, it was with his, you know, crush's husband. Um, and like his, and James and him
0: like hated each right, other. Right, so right, like It's like really like she, it, his crush married his worst enemy. Right. Like and he's eye. clearly a
2: product of that bullying relationship that he endured from right. a, a peer. So,
1: And they do go into a little bit of his background And Lily's. Like they have like one or two flashbacks of them as children, but they they come right out and say that he's from an abused home, that his dad is a muggle mm-hmm. or muggle born. I think he's a muggle and is very abusive to him and potentially his mother.
2: That's interesting, just brief side note that occurs to me then, maybe you've already talked about this, but like, wouldn't that have been a red flag to Voldemort? Like, since when well, did he? Well, like... Voldemort's also half. Oh, um, right.
0: We're both keeping so, under wraps. Yeah, <laughs> and I think um, Voldemort as a person was really willing to accept all followers except Muggle-born like if you had magical blood I think he was willing to accept you because really and like with a lot of like dictators and such it's a lot about the power trip that he's going on I don't think both like I think Voldemort picked an issue and was like this is where I'm gonna stand this is how I'm gonna prove that I'm immortal like I do think obviously he is racist and all of that thing in a magical sense. But I don't think he was like going through all of his followers and checking for magical blood. I think he just wanted more followers because he wanted more power. Yeah, not a good vetting system.
2: No. But I guess, I mean, the tail end of it is just, as far as my memory serves, is just that by the end, he put himself out there to protect... Or he did Dumbledore's bidding, right? By killing, ultimately killing him mm-hmm. instead of Draco. And then Voldemort had to kill him in order to get the wand. Is that how that kind of went down? Yeah. And he actually he didn't kill, him- him kill Snape. He died for no reason. Huh? Yeah,
0: he didn't have to kill Snape. It right. turns out because Draco was the master of the wand. Because Draco right. disarms Dumbledore.
2: Right, 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 right. It's all coming back to me. So, yeah, anyway, that's my, my brief, uh, my abridged version of Snape history. Yeah, I think I'll take your questions now.
1: (laughs) I think that some, like, it's obviously not black and white, but, you know, everyone wants to kind of boil it down to one thing. And I think the fact that he had been, you know, brooding over Lily this whole time and was like you know, on the good side the whole time, like absolved him from all of his sins, I guess, of being a bad person, (laughs) which I think during this podcast deep dive that Alex and I have been doing is where we're like, that doesn't absolve you from all of these like shitty things that you've done.
0: Right. And I just want to clarify that there is a difference. There is a difference in being like, oh, I support Snape and all that he's done. And being like, oh, Snape is a well-written character. I really enjoy that arc, that journey that you go through as a reader figuring out everything about Snape, which is where I think I got stuck in. But then it is hard to support someone who does all that crap. And then you're not really liking the character. You're liking the author's storytelling. And now I don't even want to admit that. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh dear uh, but
0: this, that's not that this podcast episode I just every time I give she who must not be named a compliment I feel the need to caveat it that
2: <laughs> is her new name on the show by the way I I gathered I gathered that but so I I still think it's legitimate that someone can pick Snape as their favorite character i would i wish i had told i kind of wish i had asked Ashley to come on um i didn't I almost told her about the podcast and like went into it the weeds there but I didn't because we were in the weeds on several other things, including Princess Diaries. But um. I
1: just, I guess, I think that there has to, there's always an explanation that comes with saying Snape is your favorite
0: character, right? You have to defend it. It it comes with the. A lot of people are like attracted to Snape too. Like that's the other side of the coin, right? Is they like like broody, mysterious, greasy-haired Snape with all of his like tight buttons, which I agree is also the Alan Rickman of it all. Like, I feel like I'm also attracted to Alan Rickman's Snape.
2: But, okay, riddle, like, go with me on this, so... I'm going with you.
1: Unintended,
2: riddle me this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can... Um, if you can let go of Snape's, uh, you know, poor choices, can't the argument be made that he was going the extra mile perhaps too much to convince everyone of his evilness and his alignment with Voldemort
1: I think that's an interesting question that we've been talking a little bit about in this book because this is obviously when it all comes to a head where we had to question as youth whether we thought that Snape was bad or not at the end of this book
2: which part are you at right now
1: Um, We're, like, getting ready to do, like, the chapter where Harry takes the Felix fleeces and gets the memory from Slughorn. If you know, like, we're the chapter before that. Okay. um, Like, Alex notably didn't think that Snape was bad at the end of this one. Like, she kind of assumed that there was something that we didn't know yet. I mean, you talk about it, Alex.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, I've said this before on the podcast. So, at the end of this book, obviously, uh, Snape uh, kills Dumbledore. And so, then that stirred like a huge amount of fan theories. Like, is Snape evil? Did he do it on purpose? And I, when I was younger, I remember specifically having all of these conversations with my friends. And I always came down on Snape is somehow good because I wasn't going to fall for the same red herring as the first book where you're like, Snape's evil. I'm like, he wouldn't have saved Harry in the first book if he's evil here. Like, it just didn't make sense to me. And I was like, I'm not going to let She Who Must Not Be Named get me again. You had
2: intuition the first time you read it.
0: Yeah. I was like, there's no way he's evil. But it could have really been embarrassing for me. If he was, because I like really, du- uh, I'm also a Gryffindor, <laughs> so I really dug my heels. <laughs> really dug my heels, in. and all my friends were like, "Okay, like he did kill Dumbledore, so and he's not a nice person, so you're really defending uh, like a mean guy." And I'm like, "I swear, I swear, it he's good." I wow. definitely it got it. a little touch and go in the seventh one when he was taking over his headmaster and they were literally torturing children with the caros. I was like, well, Alex, you may have messed up, but we, we got there in the end. I I'll step up to
1: defending Snape plate for a moment. Actually. Mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> he like, we kind of make fun of Harry for naming one of his children after Snape um, <laughs> saying that he's, named after the two bravest men i know albus severus Severus. (laughs) um but or and i do think that snape does go above and beyond for the order not necessarily to like prove which side he's on but he does some pretty like like brave i guess for lack of a better word Things like just even going back to Voldemort and like playing this whole uh, double agent thing like I don't know I think that he should get recognized for like the things that he does for the order he does kill Dumbledore on Dumbledore's orders um Mm -hmm. he makes sure that Harry gets the sword when he needs to like he makes sure that even though Dumbledore doesn't explain to Snape what Harry's doing. Snape, like, does everything that needs to happen. Like, he really makes things happen for Harry without Harry ever knowing it. And he never gets credit in the book for, like, what he does, I guess.
0: And that's definitely, and she said it before, we know, which she, um, that that's why she does the name thing is to kind of, because... You, it's revealed that he's done all of this at the end of the book. So you don't really get a lot of time to like, you know, give your claps to Snape for all the hard work that he did do and how honestly brilliant he was. So like, if you take away like him as a bad teacher and probably shouldn't be working with children, he's like an incredible wizard and he's a really, really good double agent. Like he really sells that shit. Literally till he dies. Vold- like Voldemort kills him thinking that Snape was still on his side. Like incredible. Was never revealed.
2: Uh, but... Here's my point is basically what where we're at.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but... um tongue in cheek when I was texting you. Yeah, What's I think you, there is definitely a way to look at him and, and just flat out like he's just... It's fascinating. He's like a very good you know, outside of teaching, like you were saying, Colleen, very good, talented wizard. But it's also kind of like,
1: you know, we're living in a world of uh, canceled culture. You can't ignore certain parts about people. Like, no, he was really terrible to these students and not even in a like, oh, he was like mean, like he, he was like really unreasonable. Um, yeah, like made fun of a a twelve year old's front teeth being too big. Like it, it was just,
0: I don't like know. Like laughter. Yeah, I just yeah, it, they're inexcusable. The things that he does sometimes, and you're just, I he fully should never be working
2: with children. But He's that's like so cause... wonderful about the book and like any good series is mm-hmm. the level of depth and nuance that it that characters have and that they're totally. not just good they're not just bad they're somewhere in the middle they have flaws you mm-hmm. was not ended up being like a mean person in life because i think probably because of his you know past and to live up to this like double agent
0: yes you have the world isn't sorted into good people and death eaters exactly. we all have a bit of light and dark in us <laughs> I'm just gonna keep quoting Sirius my actual favorite character (laughs) don't have to explain that
2: one. I told her my favorite was Lupin which I'm trying to remember if that's what I said on the show I think so I
0: think so and that's a perfectly acceptable favorite character I mean who doesn't love Lupin
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think that or Sirius
0: um, which they're probably- both in my top five which Molly makes fun of me for having a top five but um my
1: favorite though
0: is when you have to shift around your top five that's what I really like to tease you <laughs> yeah it's the way my brain works I have to have a running list of what my top five things at all times and sometimes if I find if something else tries to like show up to make it Into the list, I have to like order my top five, and then I feel really bad for betraying whoever I'm kicking off the list. And Molly's like, You don't have to do that. You don't have to order them in that
2: way. I'm gonna text Ashley right now and ask like her top three reasons for Snape being her favorite character. Yes. She's gonna think I'm nuts.
1: This has to be a baseline understanding of like what does favorite character mean, which most people I don't think think about it the same way we do when it comes, especially when it comes to Harry Potter
2: right any response yes great and i said can you just i'm like i i know you think i'm nuts but could you just convey your top reasons why he's your favorite (laughs) she's gotta come on the podcast okay tell her tell her right now (laughs) ask her what she's doing i said so or she says I think a major reason is because I'm a Scorpio, and I identify with his feelings. It gets better. Um, he just held on to his love for Lily and took out all his anger on how James was an asshole to his son. Mm-hmm. I feel like his emotions and decisions are the most human and believable. He's definitely the most competent wizard. The way he created all those spells and potions.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um. He had the most impressive storyline having to double cross so many people and he's kind of the underdog and who was bullied. James and his crew were assholes and honestly so is Harry.
0: Whoa 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 whoa. Whoa. I was with her until that very last bit. I was like nodding my head. I was like yes exactly. These are like totally acceptable not that like obviously Europe. everybody has their own opinion and it's valid but like these are all like great totally acceptable reasons to like Snape They're arguments we've heard before there's arguments I
2: believe in Harry is not an asshole Snape is an asshole I mean, hasn't this been a conversation on this show before that Harry's like kind of the worst at points no um he ca- I mean he can be the worst but not with like
1: Not with Snape, especially not in the beginning. Like, Snape set that precedent for how that relationship was going to go.
0: Yeah, and certainly not in this, yeah, not in this context. Like, Harry is, like, annoying because he's, like, a teenage boy sometimes. In a way, like, if he wasn't annoying sometimes, he would be a bad protagonist. But I think in general, he's, like, a very sweet person. Like, he leads with kindness a lot of the time. But he has, like,
1: talked
2: back to Snape and done that
1: because, like, Snape is really awful to him.
2: But out of the context of just Snape, I think Harry has this whole, like, shtick where he's the hero. He has to do this. He doesn't want anyone to sacrifice for him. It's, like, kind of about him, and he doesn't. He's not doing a very good job throughout much of the series of making sure to bring in his friends to rely on them, to lean on them, to have him have them support him. They have to beg him to let them be a part of it. And that, to me, is a little asshole-ish. He
1: definitely has a hero complex for sure, and um, is a bit of a like martyr, like martyr syndrome, I guess sometimes. But I don't think it. I I mean, I don't think it comes off as an asshole. It's more like, I don't want more people to die for me because my son died for me and I don't have
0: parents now. (laughs) I think, yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it because he doesn't really do that thing until more people start dying. So first his parents die, then Sirius dies and Cedric dies. And I think he is starting to realize the pattern of where I go, death follows. And if you try and help me, then you might die. And so the people that he loves keep trying to help him. And he's like, no, I'd rather actually have you be alive and not deal with that guilt. So I, I, I all like, I just, if you're going to say that like, Snape has like a realistic emotional response, I think Harry, who who grew up in a traumatic, uh, abusive childhood too, also has a, uh, True. I think she would probably- A normal emotional response. Like,
1: I am notoriously on the podcast, like, make fun of Harry and, like, <laughs> call him out when he's being a little shit, but I would never say that he's, like, I would never describe that as his personality as, like, being annoying. But,
0: but I do I think know. that is a lot, a lot of people's response to Harry. Like, it's not ours, but I've heard this argument before from people who like Snape. So, <laughs> So that that Harry is- Like brings it on himself a little bit. Yeah, like that Harry is annoying and obnoxious or that uh, like, oh, he's the worst protagonist. Like he's the, like, they'll be like, Harry's my least favorite character in the Harry Potter series, things like
2: that. He is in the sense that he, like, he tries, he, he doesn't know enough about Snape or his father, frankly, enough to elicit the response that he he gives but he, he's only reacting to Snape being mean to him
0: right but Like Harry doesn't go into potions class his first day and is like I have a bad feeling about my greasy teacher I don't like him his greasy teacher was like calling him out in front of the whole class and making fun of him and Harry was like well that's bullshit I don't want to deal with that and was like, you're just like your father.
1: You're like a little shit. And he had just, I mean, hes he doesn't really know it. You're right. He doesn't know anything about his dad. But the only things he have heard are like nice things like that Hagrid has said. And mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else has said anything at that point. But I think he's just like upset that this guy, this teacher is like being mean about his dad who's like dead. <laughs>
0: also, he, Harry has been told lies about his parents his whole life. So like on a deeper level... Like, to hear Snape say these things that he's assuming are made up is just, like, another, like, I think, trigger for Harry for you to be like, oh, your dad was X, Y, and Z, and Harry's like, well, I don't know anything about my dad, but I don't want to
2: believe that he is this jerk that you're saying he is. But remind me what happened that... James and his friends did to Severus they did some really bad prank or something right yes the prank really serious comes off the worst it's serious
0: is honestly it's not James so so well James does the like thing where he like levy corpuses him and makes fun levitates of him. Him. yeah he levitates him up like and shows his underwear whatever that whole thing and they bully him it's like it's known that they have it's sort of like a Harry Draco thing, except it's more on James and the Marauders. So there's four
1: of them, first of all. It's like there's more
0: of them. It's like four of them against one as opposed to one to one for Harry and Draco. It's unbalanced and they're meaner to Snape than I think Harry is to Draco. But the prank, I think that
1: so. I think it might have been Sirius's idea, but like James was definitely in on it in the beginning where Snape was asking a lot of questions about Lupin and where is Lupin going at night and all this stuff. And so they're like, oh, you really want to know? Okay, fine, go, go to this spot at this time. And you can see basically like setting him up to be attacked by a werewolf. Um, and James gets cold feet at the last minute and is like, Snape, don't go. This is really what happened. This is what's happening. And so basically like saves
0: his life. Um, it's also fucked up that's fucked, really up. That's fucked. Really it's really messed up and they don't tell lupin about it yeah. like they were gonna let lupin like attack snape like use him and that's like their friend they didn't they were and lupin could never live with that Been like if, if remus had done that he would never have lived with himself
1: Serious never shows remorse for it. That's what's
0: that's it's serious. It's bad. It's not good. Our favorite characters also flawed. (laughs) Problematic. Very problematic. Full circle. Full circle. Yeah, but again, you don't like characters because they're perfect. If I liked perfect characters, my favorite character would be like McGonagall or something. I don't know, but you like a character with a little more grit or meat just so that you can analyze and have fun with. And it also makes them human, which is what she's saying about Snape.
2: Snape's the Walter White of this story is what we're saying. Wow. (laughs) Another full circle for me, because we are in the last season, the final like 10 or whatever episodes of Breaking Bad right now. And V's watching it for the first time. And I mean, wow. I've never seen it oh god yeah and so uh, it's funny last actually similarly kind of just a quick non sequitur i was we were we've talked now about like because he's starting to see the arc of all these characters and like people who you sympathize with in the beginning who are now proving to be really evil and like bad and make bad decisions um and and I make this point that I think Skyler who is Walter White's wife you you come to like really dislike her she's really unlikable in the beginning she seems annoying she's like kind of unreasonable seeming and like you really sympathize with Walt because he's trying to like better his family he's going he's putting out a lot of risk and trying to like uh, you know uh, establish himself for his family and like Mm -hmm. provide for them in a really unconventional way. Mm -hmm. Um, But as the story goes on, I think their roles completely flip um, by the end of the series. But last night someone was saying, oh God, like, and I feel like I hear this a lot from men specifically who are like, oh, Skylar's such a bitch. She's, She's the worst. She's just the worst in the whole series. But they just don't even get it. I, like, I, how could, she went through so much in that series, and she actually protected her family from a crazy man. I feel you. And their child. <laughs> it's just like, I don't want to, like, come on. I don't want to give away
0: too much, because I want Molly um and you, Colleen, if you haven't watched it, to watch this show. But a similar thing happens with Ozark, with the wife yes. in Ozark. yes. And my mom and my brother, who- um, Laura Lenny has a moment in that show for sure. She's just incredible. First of all, I love Laura Lenny and I love that character. And my mom and my brother were like, she needs to stay in her lane. Like, oh my God, she's such a bitch. Like she's evil. And I was like, how are we watching the same show? She is protect trying to protect her family. She is making big moves, and when we were watching Marty flounder to do the same thing, everybody was still Team Marty. But, but she's starting to become the Walter White. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I, I it just seemed like a similar arc. Yeah. So I just wanted to yes, but Absolutely. uh, but yeah. So Snape. Complicated dude, it's okay to like him, it's okay to hate him. <laughs> Please write in and tell us your specific feelings about Snape because I know it's uh, oh, polarizing that's the word that we were looking for earlier. That's Did what we get Griffin, that? help me out. Oh, it? yeah. Um, I know, um, he's a very polarizing character, so I would love to hear your um, thoughts and feelings and opinions on that one thing we can all agree on is that we don't ship Harry and Snape. Am I right, everyone?
2: I was just, I, I'm sorry, I was a little distracted because I was trying to text Ashley back because she sent me literally like 10 texts about her Snape thing and I like didn't respond that much. She, she also added something about if you ever, if you ever have time, Buzzfeed took most of the Snape scenes but put them in chronological order, like putting the childhood memories from the pensive first and just seeing how much he loved Lily and all the shit he put up with makes me cry every time. Um, anyway, so then I just respond. I said I explain that you guys do this podcast and you're on the sixth book, so all this is super relevant, and that I can't wait to discuss Harry Potter with her more.
0: I I do think, um, and it sounds like she's talking a lot about like movie scenes, and I am. And this is not like a diss on her because I'm also really susceptible to remembering the movie because I read the books like a hundred times. That's an exaggeration, obviously I didn't, but I've read them a lot, but I've watched the movies way more just because there was a time in my life when I was literally every weekend, like every Sunday, I was like, all right, I'm going to sit down and watch every Harry Potter movie that I own. And I did that for like every day for like a couple months. Just you don't need the
2: Buzzfeed like- list. <laughs>
0: I was in the mood, but, but that's what I'm like. So I just remember the movies more. And, and so then you combine those two Snapes in your mind and then Alan Rickman sticks out and they don't show him being as mean in the movies as he is in the books. Like he's 10 times meaner in the books. And the Alan Rickman of it all is like, yes, like handsome and he's a talented actor, but because he's a talented actor, he adds this like level of humanity to the character that just isn't there when you're like reading black and white
2: i'm getting the impression from ashley that she has at least read the books because she i know she reads a lot of books anyway but she said in fact that she read the princess diaries book which i didn't even really realize was a book series
0: i read that book series call oh <laughs>
2: Oh, I know she probably read the book. I'm just saying, like... Yes, the, the more romantic-ish version of Snape is best remembered in, in the, the movies. movies. They yes. cut out a lot
1: of the, like, classroom scenes with Snape, which is usually when he comes off the worst. For sure. Um, but, yeah, great. Um, great to get some color on that those pale, pale cheeks of Snape.
2: Wow, what a great, what a great little phrase that was! And that's how this episode ends. It's gotta stay magical, charmed. I'm sure. Wow, I don't have one, so we'll just have to go with yours.
0: All right, <laughs> mischief managed. Bum bum ba, bum 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 bum.
1: Um, now that we've stopped recording, um. Colleen, I was thinking about this the other day. When you came on and you were saying your profession, I think that if you had worked, if you were in the magical world, you should have started a student newspaper at Hogwarts. Thank yeah, yeah.
2: Well, isn't that what Colin did? He just took pictures. R.I.P. <laughs> <R. A>. <laughs> oh, no. He just took pictures for fun.
1: Yeah. Recreational, recreational pictures. Well, he would have been a first hire. Photojournalism as at the early stages.
2: Hey, he he almost documented, you know, a really serious crime. yeah well, thanks for coming on.
0: Yes, thank you. I think this was
2: our best episode with me on it.
0: It was so much fun. Thank you for this for inspiring such an episode in general with your. Harry Potter chats and conversations.